Episode 75 of the Small Business Startup Essentials Podcast. Are you taking the leap? How a solopreneur can go from zero to hero. Well, hello again. Welcome to another episode of the Small Business Startup Essentials Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping you pursue your dream of having an online personal brand business. I'm Tom Claremont, a small business personal brand coach and podcast launcher. So maybe you're making a later in life decision to prepare for retirement and you want to start now so that when the time comes, you'll have a new source of income you can rely on. But whatever the reason is for tuning in, you're here. Welcome. Hope that this show provides enough value for you so that you'll subscribe or follow so that you don't miss any episodes. So let's dive in. Well, it's time. It's finally time to start something new. You've been thinking about this for a while now and you wanna make a change in your life. You're tired of the status quo and you have a vision of your future that looks quite different than what life is like right now in the present. You have a lot of skills and experience and you'd like to make some money doing what you love for a change instead of being tied down to that J-O-B. So whether you're starting a full-time or part-time side business, or as it's called lately, a side hustle, there's a lot of things you certainly need to do, but the first thing you need to do is focus on your mindset. Be convinced that you have the skills that are needed. Who knows, maybe I'll be calling you someday, and that you can contribute to the world in a huge way. But there's also some things that we should go over today that'll help you go from zero to hero and not necessarily a faster way, but in a more reliable and sustainable way. Number one, start small. My advice for you today is to start small at first, then based on what's working, build on that to either get you to a more solid foundation. I have a bunch of different paths I'd like to take, but I'm staying focused on what's working for me now. And in time, I can branch out into different things based on budget, time, and opportunity. And you may have a lot of great ideas in your head, but the timing might not be that great for you right now, which leads me to the next topic. Test your idea first. It's always a good idea to test your idea first so that you can see the data for yourself that there's a need, the price is right, the timing is right, and you can deliver the goods like you say you can. Because you can have a great product at a great price, but if there's not a current market need, what's the point? If your idea is to sell maybe, you know, kitchen gadgets, because you love cooking and you're a gadget guru, but people can just go to Walmart and get the same thing, probably for less money, then why should they buy from you? And I know somebody who created a business with this idea. She did this on her own, and she traveled all along the East Coast of the United States selling these gadgets at kitchen shows, but she couldn't sustain it because you don't make decent money selling little gadgets. The point isn't just to get sales. The point of 
putting in the work to have a business and build a business is to make enough money so that you can have free time to live the life you want to live, not spend 16 hours a day trying to sell kitchen gadgets. You can have a great product at a great price, but if the timing isn't right, what's the point? And then you can have it all, right? A great price, uh, market need, uh, the proper timing. But if you can't deliver the goods because you're a solopreneur and you just don't have the time or the resources, then that doesn't work either. So testing these four things in advance will help you ensure that you can take your idea and make it happen. You can, you can make money off this idea, good money. Number three, prepare for hard work. But in, in the long run, you better be prepared for some hard work, a, a lot of hard work. Now, of course, when some people think of hard work, they're thinking of manual labor, and I get it. I'm not talking about hard manual labor, but the hard work I'm referring to is usually in the mental space, right? Because having a strong, solid plan in place takes a lot of work. Working through the mountain of issues of the business model, uh, the business type, target market, target audience, product pricing, delivery, getting customers, retaining customers, keeping expenses down, and the list just goes on and on. So is the work physical? No. But is working through all this time-consuming, complicated, and hard? Yes, it, it certainly is. But why do some people have a higher success rate than others? Why is it that some people have multiple businesses and they still seem to succeed more than others? Why do some people seem to have a higher success rate than others? Well, there's a number of reasons that this may be true. And, and I know I can't give you a list of all the reasons why, but let's go with these that come to my mind for today. I think the first thing that uh, some people have, it's really helpful to them in succeeding is they know their strengths. I'm a big fan of personality tests and getting to know your strengths. The reason why some people succeed almost all the time is because they understand their core strengths. They don't waste precious time trying to fix their weaknesses. Knowing your strengths and building on that will also help to reduce the stress in your life as well. But also, I think they know how to use their time wisely. And the reason why some people succeed almost all the time is because they understand the value of time and they really know how to use their time efficiently. They direct their efforts towards the most important tasks that need to be done for that day and they don't get distracted. They're able to prioritize what absolutely needs to be done from what would be nice to get done. Another reason why I think some people succeed more than others is they have a plan B already in place. You know, they don't leave things to chance. They have a backup plan for just about everything. Why? Well, how many times did plan A really unfold the way you thought it would? How many times did you go down a different path than the original one you intended to go down? I probably bet that it's it's always, you know, I don't think there's ever a time when plan A worked out exactly the way I planned. And I'm guessing that you've experienced the same thing as well. But these successful people, these regularly successful people 
aren't afraid to take risks also. There's risks in everything that we do, everything. There's always unknown circumstances and outcomes that we can sometimes anticipate but never really be certain of. For some, it handcuffs them and they just can't seem to pull the trigger and make a commitment. But for others, it doesn't stop them at all. Do they have all the answers in advance for the path they're about to go down? No. Do they need to have all the answers for the path they're about to go down? No. They've packed their parachute and trusted it'll work and, and then they just jump out of the plane. That's all you can do, folks. You put the work into the process, trust the process, and the business will come. But the last thing I have for why I think some people succeed more than others is that they help people. Other people like to be around them because they help people. They're very helpful. They care about others. They really care. And it'll show in your P&L that you care about others too. Givers gain, as I like to say from time to time. Now, just to be clear that when I say someone can go from zero to hero, I, I'm not at all implying that this process is quick. This isn't a quick process. It all takes time. How much time? Well, if you spend the time planning this path out in advance, then it'll take less time than doing all the same things without a plan. Plan your start. Plan the testing of your idea. Plan how you're going to work on the business plan. For some, this process could take six months to a year. For some, maybe faster, but I wouldn't bet on it. For, for some, this process could take longer because there's no guarantee with anything that you do. You, you have to try, test, see the results, and try again a little differently, a little better the next time. It, it all depends on what you're trying to do and sell and what the market demands. Do you have a hot product or service? Then success will be faster for you, but it's still a lot of work. Lay it all out, but don't think for a minute that when you're, you're done with the plan that you're finished. You're just getting started because the plan will change. Events will change. The data you get to analyze will be different than what you expect. People's reaction to your product will probably be different than you expect. And so then you'll need to change the plan. And that's okay. You're doing what's expected. Change is okay. Get used to it. But this process is not quick. The path isn't easy. It's work. A lot of work. But overall, if you want to increase your chances of success, know your strengths, use your time wisely, have a plan B in place, don't be afraid to take risks, and help people. If you like to cook, there's a winning recipe for your business. Friends, that about wraps it up for this episode. Please click on the follow or subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And in the show notes, there's a link for your free ebook of the month club that you can join. You'll get a free ebook every month to your inbox, all related on the small business startup process. Have thoughts about starting your own podcast? Also in the show notes, there's uh, an ebook that I created about how to start your own podcast. So folks, thanks for listening. And as always, stay encouraged, follow your dream, and don't give up.